0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film Love Wedding Repeat. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen without having seen the film, just be aware that we do talk about the plot so there might be spoilers. Enjoy.
0: When the moon hits your eye Like a big pizza pie That's amore When the world seems to shine Like you've had too much wine That's amore
1: Hello Hey It is St. George's Day Happy St. George's Day St. George's Day
0: Send him St. Georgius, killing some dragons.
1: That definitely happened in real history.
0: St. George. I mean, it's really great that they made a movie of his life called Dragonheart, where he was a dragon slayer (laughs) and then became friends with and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons, yeah.
1: The film with Jeremy Irons, where he played St. George.
0: Red Dragon, the, um, the Hannibal Lecter movie, also based on the life of St. George.
1: Yep. Well known cannibal St. George. Yeah. Saint George. yeah so if there's he, one thing he, that the English are famous for, it's cannibalism.
0: Yeah. He, he loved to eat people.
1: Yeah. The dragon was actually just a, another person who called himself the dragon. And St. George name, his, killed him and ate him.
0: His name was Dragan, the, the traditional Serbian name and uh, and yeah he just ate a guy called dragon
1: yep standard We're a nation of cannibals
0: yep god bless us we are yeah. the greatest so
1: it was thursday evening so i assume you you participated in the Stalinist clap
0: yes yeah the the, the clap
1: it's the state sponsored clap um, we did too obviously but then yeah. afterwards I was out in the garden and one of my twatty neighbours was blasting God Save the Queen like really, really loud. So probably like every street within a half a mile radius or more could hear it. And then more songs kept on coming. And then it was "Rocking All Over the World by Status Quo. And then Vindaloo. <laughs> and yeah. So I signed up so- for a social network next door just to see if anyone was posting Can You Shut Up You Twat but no one had. (laughs) Nobody had. So I considered posting it. So
0: you posted the first thing.
1: No, I didn't. I considered it. But I signed up using a fake name, but then realized that it's going to confuse everyone because everyone can see your address on there. So I probably should just Uh, delete my account. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I I was hoping to go on and find loads of really like saucy stuff. Because have you seen that Twitter account, Best of Next Door?
0: I have, yes. I, I follow Best of Next Door.
1: I was hoping there'd be loads of stuff like that, but it's all... Um, anyone know a good builder or anyone know a good cleaner or anyone know a good cat like Lee or, you know, that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> how how dare they be using the social network in the way that it was intended?
1: I know. Rubbish. Bullshit. It's not what I signed <laughs> up for. I want to see exactly. spats, man. Atrocious.
0: Atrocious. Um, so <laughs> how are you apart
1: from... Well, the, I'm annoyed because that slow... twatty neighbor with his loud music woke up our baby. Ah, okay, and Next you know, time, just, just he obviously thought he was being a, a real patriot, you know, by blasting loud music and being an obnoxious twat, and that's just England, isn't it? And it just, <laughs> it's just a reminder of how profoundly embarrassing it is to be English.
0: <laughs> uh, what, what's the bet that he votes conservative?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder. Probably even worse. <laughs> possibly even UKIP. He probably was the local UKIP candidate. <laughs>
0: And th- Sticking and that's with the thing, them
1: post Farage out of a sense of blind loyalty.
0: That's the thing that kind of frustrates me. Is um, you, you, the people who are who are saying, you know, God bless the NHS. It's like, well, next time, don't vote for the party that's gutting it.
1: Yeah, it's, quite it's honestly, it's almost become a bit trite to say that, hasn't it? It's a tweet that has been tweeted many a time. But yeah. A way you can really help the NHS is to not vote for the people who cut it, you stupid wankers.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there, there are some things in this country that are vital and that need to, be, need to be maintained and need to be supported. And the NHS is one of those things. One of those is just... the right to bellow. <laughs> but, but, you know, yes, it's, it's great to show um, support by clapping. Um, you know, we do it. And and because of the the number of people that that work for the NHS, I think it's really important to actually do that to show appreciation in the local area. Um, yeah. But at the same time, don't then vote for the party that's gutting it.
1: You know that there's there's more more way to show support. Playing your music really loudly. <laughs> don't assume that everyone wants to listen to that shit. You know?
0: Next time that your baby gets woken up by someone playing music incredibly loud, just record the baby crying and then the next night play the baby crying really <laughs> loud on loop out in the garden.
1: I'm going to play that, but I'm going to mix it with like a G.G. Allen track or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do that. Do that.
1: Yeah, um, awesome. like black metal. bit of Dark yeah, Throne. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Get on it. Um, so speaking of things that make people cry... Um, we watched a film called <laughs> Love Wedding Repeats this week
1: Did it make you cry? Oh, that's nice It's it, nice it, to have a good cry, isn't it?
0: Cry out of sheer horror at how bad it was
1: <laughs> Oh, the horror um, cry Yeah, the horror cry the, the, I've seen
0: that The, the you-have-seen-something-ancient-and-monstrous-that-human-eyes-were-never-meant-to-see you, cry A kraken Yeah A Cthulhu exactly. Yep, a bit of a bit of bit of ancient old ones action going on,
1: um, yeah. or just like a really big wolf. Yeah, like a wolf <laughs> as tall as a house.
0: Yeah, you don't want to. There's a there's a boss in the video game Dark Souls, which is a giant wolf with a sword, and you know if there's one thing you don't want to see, it's a giant wolf with a sword that is definitely intent
1: on using that sword on you. Wolf. Yep. And there's no um, relation to Wolf London, of course.
0: Of course not. You know, he is not an idiot boy. He is a clever <laughs> boy. He knows how to use a sword. Um, so so Love Wedding Repeat was our
1: movie. It's and a Netflix <laughs> film that came out recently. We could talk about more recent films now because everything's coming to streaming.
0: Everything's streaming. So we were going to be constantly up to date. Um, yeah. So this this movie is a wedding movie. It's an ensemble cast movie. Hey, do you think this was... Um, influenced by Richard Curtis at all?
1: <laughs> Maybe, but it's not trying to do that, is it? Isn't if it not? was, if it was a Richard Curtis film, it would be over like thirty years and have lots of tedious backstory. It doesn't do that too much. It does it a little bit, but not too much.
0: I'd say it's exactly trying to do four weddings and a funeral.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's take. I think it takes inspiration from that. But it's it's also it's got that kind of cosmic thing going on where it has a weird voiceover from someone who sounds like Judy Dench but isn't Judy Dench. Um and then it's just like, oh, did you know this is all totally cosmic at a point when the plot needs to go in a totally different direction. <laughs> yeah. Even Richard Curtis um, wouldn't do that, would he?
0: Well um, Or if it was
1: him, it would be a man doing the voiceover at least.
0: He did do about time, which is basically that.
1: Is there a, is there a, there is some voiceover on that, isn't it? From there the main is, character. Yeah. yeah. The main geese a voiceover and... too.
0: Um, so this movie is a remake of a French film called Plan de Table.
1: Ah, I, I did not realise. Um. I thought you were going to say it was some, it was a remake of something by Shakespeare. Because it's Shakespeare's birthday today as well. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Born and died on Saint Patrick's, Saint Saint Patrick's, Day. Saint, Saint George's Patrick. Day. See, I'm so embarrassed to be English that I can't even say Saint George's Day out loud. <laughs> I'm just trying to push my Irish heritage at every opportunity. But, William, um,
0: his first name was George, of course. George, George William George Shakespeare. Shakespeare was his yeah,
1: name. He's, he's the ultimate patriot. He was born and died on Saint George's Day. No one will ever top that.
0: Every single character in his plays was called George. They had to change it later yeah. on because it got too confusing. But at the time, everybody George, laughed. the Moor of Venice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. George and George, famous romance play.
1: <laughs> Julius um, George.
0: <laughs> Julius George. It did get a bit confusing when you had George, which we know as Othello, and then Macbeth, which we know as George. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then Hamlet, a.k.a. George. Um, yep. So people never knew if they were going to go and see a play that they'd already seen before or whether they were going to go and see something entirely new which added to the spectacle at the time
1: yeah that was why that's why everyone's called george that's how the name george survived you know if it wasn't yeah. for that the name george would have died out
0: and it also works the other way so did you realize um, that uh, there's a movie about someone who grows up in the um, in the jungle called macbeth of the jungle but <laughs> out of out of honour for shakespeare they named it george of the jungle
1: yeah yeah it's the same as um, the madness of King Othello,
0: <laughs> Curious Hamlet, <laughs>
1: yeah, Curious Hamlet. He's a cheeky little monkey. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like, oh, I wonder he wants how my to father cheekily dies. avenge his
1: father's death. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So apparently, I didn't know this until afterwards. Um, it's it's based on a film called Plan de Table. right? Um, which I've not seen. Which only has. 700 ratings on IMDb. Um it doesn't get a significantly higher score than this one out of user ratings either. Um so it seems as though they found this relatively obscure French movie and and adapted it. Um and yeah, I did not enjoy this film. It feels like a massive misfire.
1: Yep. Yeah, I I would agree with that. There are bits of it that I thought were sort of okay. Not enough to redeem it. I mean, is this a shit piece? Are we going? Are we going shit piece?
0: No, it's not a shit piece because a shit piece implies that there's there's something enjoyable about it in right. a way that's so strange and interesting that it becomes elevated. So you know, like ob- obviously. Um, Jupiter Ascending, the ultimate shit piece. Oh, that is
1: the ultimate shit piece. Um, That's so good. I might which is a, which is a
0: really enjoyable film. A, really, really have a
1: special place in my heart yeah, for that film.
0: I'm I'm really tempted to, to to go and rewatch that sometime soon. Actually, because it is a lot of fun. Um, this isn't a shit piece because it's too boring. It's too safe. It's just shit and a piece. <laughs> pieces.
1: It's pieces Reese's of shit. Pieces. Um, uh, which, which is a shame because sh-
0: I. I really like a lot of the people that are in it. So you know, Sam Claffin is really good. Olivia Munn's really good. Frida Pinto's really yep. good. Ele- Eleanor Tomlinson, Jack Farthing. Yeah, you've got you've got a pole <laughs> reunion where you've got Warleggan and Demelza in it together. Warleg. Warleggan.
1: A oh, Warleggan. That's that's yes. somehow even worse. It's a who the fuck's Warleggan?
0: A, Warleggan is a Cornish surname. Oh. Congratulations on insulting one of the coolest counties in this. We don't have any countries in
1: Cornwall, do we?
0: <laughs> I don't know. We, we <laughs> don't do any more. Um, and then you got you got Joel Fry as well. Who? who yeah, he, I like. He
1: was all right, wasn't he? I enjoyed him again, He was. He was once again the one character that was sort of quite funny and engaging against the backdrop of wankers, like in um, yesterday.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we've got Simon from Partridge as well. <gasps> In and by far
1: his worst his worst and most disappointing performance like far and away
0: oh yeah 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 <laughs> Definitely. a
1: real shame because I really like him um Tim Key he's a poet he's hilarious all of his I've got audio books of his stuff but I really really like what he does I think in Alan Partridge he's fantastic and he's been in a few other things but in this it was like Tim Key mate you've been given a really embarrassing horrible script why are you doing this
0: in my head, he is the same character in this that he is in uh, the episode of Inside Number Nine that he's in. Have you watched Inside Number Nine?
1: No. I, I don't know if it's for me, honestly. It seems it's a bit sacrilege good. because you and a lot of the people who are close to me whose opinions I respect like it and have told me to watch it and I've sort of shrugged it off. But I think I watched a little bit of one and it's not really for me. It's a bit too out there. the You've got to remember that I'm a man who considered calling the cops on one of my neighbours within the last half hour, so I'm a thousand (laughs) years old. It's not the kind of thing that I would would watch.
0: But by watching a little bit of an episode of one, each episode is different and unique and has a very different tone from the one before it. Right. So by watching one episode and going, or a little bit of one episode and going, "Mm, I'm not sure if this is for me. You're kind of missing the point of the show.
1: Yeah, I, I, mean, I know. I think th- <laughs> I do a like a bit. lot of weird stuff as well. That's the thing. I like weird, but it's weird in the wrong way. And I know that's completely unhelpful, but I something about it. I can't put my finger on it. That just Every you day go no. you're
0: going further and further down the centrist dad route. <laughs> <laughs> you're straying yeah. further and further from the light, Paddy. Yep. Before you know it, you will be <laughs> the one playing Vindaloo
1: outside at night. We'll- yep. I'm going to re-follow Graham Linahan on Twitter.
0: Yeah, you're going to start listening to Razor Light, the ultimate sign of centrist dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Going yeah, to talk about how good it was when Tony Blair was in power.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, listeners, go and watch Inside Number Nine. Otherwise, you'll become like Paddy.
1: Don't watch it. There are films about dogs out there. Beethoven <laughs> exists. Airbud exists. <laughs> Old Yellow exists. Hachi, A Dog's (laughs) tail exists. You don't need to watch that. There's uplifting dog Uh, movies out there. They're endless.
0: I prefer disappointing dog movies or scary dog movies. Cujo.
1: A Dog's Purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even seen it, but I'm aware of the concept. Tell you
0: what, Cujo (laughs) would kick the shit out of Beethoven. Cujo would just be like, mate, fuck off Beethoven. Ergo, Cujo, (laughs) best dog movie.
1: You only like dog movies if the dogs are scary and rabid
0: I only like dog movies If there's the possibility that the dog is going to At some point murder someone Right that That's what I want So it's you're okay with anything. Huckleberry Hound then Yeah Huckleberry Hound Is a serial killer
1: Because he always looked like he was about to kill someone
0: Huckleberry <laughs> Hound <laughs> He'd killed people
1: Yeah, um, He looks like he'll kill so... again Underneath that hat <laughs> okay. he's got knives
0: I've just searched scary dog movies, and obviously Cujo is number one. But yeah. there's also, there's there's a lot of them on here, actually. There's one called Man's Best Friend, where the dog definitely doesn't look like it's Man's Best Friend. Um, Devil Dog is <laughs> a good one. <laughs> Devil
1: Dog. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at this same list right now.
0: Beethoven is on this list.
1: I, I think <laughs> it's scary if you're four years old.
0: If you don't like dogs.
1: The, doc- the Doctor Man, who the evil Doctor guy... He's a bit scary. And actually, Stanley Tucci and his other guy, it's, I think it's one of Stanley Tucci's most menacing roles.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you've also got Dog Soldiers on this list, which is not a movie about dogs, it's about werewolves.
1: A film um, have in which you ever watched? dogs join the army.
0: Have you ever watched Dog Soldiers? No, I have not. You should watch it. It's about dogs that join the army. and Shoe. It's definitely oh. not a horror comedy about werewolves.
1: Sounds exactly
0: my kind of film. It's it's actually, it's a lot of fun, actually. It's a really good fun film. Um, but yes. Um, the Thing turns up on this list, which is true. That movie has dogs in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Vampire Dog. Um,
0: vampire Dog. Monster Dog. <laughs> uh, Man Bites Dog. That is not about dogs. That is a very interesting <laughs>
1: movie. That's a film about grammar.
0: It, it is. It is. Um, have you ever seen Man Bites Dog? No. Oh, it's very good. Um, basically, this documentary film crew follows around this uh, violent fief, and the whole thing is about the morality of them making a documentary about this person and, and becoming enamoured with his acts versus stopping him from doing it. It's very clever. Oh, so right. It's a hidden gem, but it's not about dogs, and it's also not about weddings, unlike Love Repeat.
1: No. Were there any dogs in this film? No. Not out of
0: There were time. not. Not out of twenty, zero dogs. This would not rank high on the dogometer. No. Um. But the 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 director, Dean Craig is his name.
1: The man with two um, first names.
0: As established, people with two first names not to be trusted. So th- th- this is the first <laughs> thing Unless they're Canadian. This is the first feature length thing that he's directed. Right. Um But he has written quite a lot. So he did the um the adaptation of Death at a Funeral that came out a few years ago. Oh, okay. Um, he wrote that.
1: Hold the phone, um, hold the phone. Filmography, twenty nineteen. Morchan Stupide. Yes, he's <laughs> done a dog
0: film. He's done he's done a dog film. Um so uh so yeah, so he's um so he's done wait, they they oh. made two death at a funerals.
1: What is this? Two thousand and seven I was and looking at a 2007
0: one but there's also a 2010 one starring Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence.
1: No, oh, so they remade it with some American jokers.
0: Oh, that's very strange.
1: And Peter Dinklage, who's always willing to appear in one scene to be hilarious in an American comedy. Indeed, indeed.
0: Um so so yes, yeah, so he's got um so he's got some good credentials behind him but I think this is a bit of a misfire.
1: I had never heard of him. But that's that's good. It seems like Mon Stupide is, in fact, an adaptation of the novel of the same name by John Fante, who I like.
0: Does he write a lot of things about dogs?
1: Mm, not really, no. He's basically like, um, you know, the thinking person's Charles Bukowski.
0: The thinking person's Beethoven.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's kind of masturbatory nonsense, but also kind of worries me in a good way stuff. It's worth reading. Ask the Dust is a good book. It's worth worth taking a uh, taking a look at. Sort of Salinger-esque dog to dog. as well. Dog to dog. Dog to dog.
0: Um so so yeah, so uh, so we wrote Death at a Funeral, but <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit
1: I think I don't know. hearing that it's adapted from something else from an, that was in another language actually doesn't surprise me because there are bits of it where you're like, this doesn't quite flow well or the, some of the dialogue is a bit strange or this scene doesn't quite work and it's like maybe that's something that just doesn't really translate but they've kept it in anyway because hey adapting stuff is hard it's not easy you know
0: no no and and it 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 doesn't flow very well and i think one of the things that really struck me about this is that the, the characters never really act in a way that human beings act no and and that. That can sometimes be fine in a movie because you don't need entire realism in your movies. But when they're kind of grounded in a very human event like this and the entire focus of it is about human interactions, having those little moments where people act strangely really takes you out of the moment. Yeah. Um, and it, it doesn't help that the, the pacing is very weird. And obviously part of that is because there's that weird twist where actually let's see what happens if he got the drinks wrong in a different way.
1: Yeah, when we're um, already two thirds of the way into the film.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so I don't know. It's it it it's a very disjointed film, and part of that is down to the fact that there's too many characters as well. There's there's far too much going on in this film um, that you never they, they can never really focus on anybody. But also there is that issue with the pacing. There's there's the issue with the likability of the characters as well because. Um, I don't really feel...
1: I wouldn't want to be sat next to any of them at a wedding. No. Um, And that's actually not a bad character test, is it? I mean...
0: No, no. Would you sit next to this person at a wedding?
1: Would you sit next to Stanley Tucci and Beethoven at a wedding? Of course he would. (laughs) Even though he's a bit evil, he gives off a nice bad boy vibe. He could tell you some stories, right? This guy's seen some shit.
0: In terms of characters you'd want to sit next to at this wedding... Um, Olivia Munn's character seems interesting yeah. but at the same time like you never really feel that connection of hair with anybody else in the movie which I think is one of the real problems with it no, least it's of it, it's all it's it.
1: our protagonist played by Sam Claflin who you're just like what are you doing man you, you are so much better than this why did you let yeah. them cut your hair in that way <laughs> and, his and I hair think that was the well. worst thing about this film and there's a lot of shit things in this film his hair was the worst <laughs> thing about this film
0: it's definitely not the worst thing about this film, but it was very bad hair.
1: not think yeah, it he's... was terrible. It's like they've tried to go, oh, here's a really, really handsome man who's supposed to be playing someone who's a little bit more of an average Joe. What can we do to try and make him less handsome? Just give him a really shit haircut. <laughs>
0: give him a proper, boring, guy-going-to-work haircut. Well, it's not even um, boring.
1: It's like looks like he cut it himself because he can't. he's too scared to go to the barbers.
0: Which sums up his character as Hugh Grant-Light perfectly. Yeah, 'Cause, yeah, cause his character exactly is it. just Hugh Grant. They 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 were really trying to go for that. Um and, and, and that's another way that this movie sort of ties back into those um those, you know, um forward into the funeral t- style films where it's just, oh, I'm a bit of a bumbling oaf Englishman. Oh dear. But, yeah. but but yeah, Sam Sam Claffin is really good. Um you don't I, I believe his
1: performance of... as that for a second, do you? There's no, something but, about but, him where you can tell his heart's not in it.
0: Yeah, and and, and you know, this is a guy who's who's Put in some amazing performances in some very difficult situations. So I know you're not a fan of Peaky Blinders, um, but Peaky but Blinders. Play... <laughs> the, the, I love how you put on a Cockney accent <laughs> for a show about people from Birmingham. Um, he plays Oswald Mosley in Peaky Blinders. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And 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 you kind of think to yourself, you've got to be a very bold person to decide, you know who I want to play in this show, Oswald fucking Mosley. <laughs> you know? Um, and, and he puts in a really good performance as well. He's great as Oswald Mosley. You just hate him instantly. And it's not just because you know it's Oswald Mosley. The, the 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 way that he portrays the character is really good as well. And then you see him go from that to something as simpering as his character in this movie. And you're like, mate, you're so much better than this. And and everybody is so much better than this film.
1: Yeah, and he's been in some good stuff. He was in My Cousin Rachel. Did we talk about that or did I just watch that? I watched that. I think you just watched that. I don't think no. we talked okay. about it. I, mean, and I haven't before seen it. He's You as well, yeah. which
0: um, is another thing we should talk about at some point. Mm, yeah, um,
1: I feel like I saw half of that while Claire was watching it. And I, I missed the first half but saw the end. Did um, you
0: um, Did you decide that you were going to go off and listen to some Razorlight instead?
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was I was erecting a Union Jack in my back garden.
0: Uh, just a Union Jack, but then with Johnny Borrell in the middle of it.
1: Yeah, that's what you were doing. And then Wolf London on the other side.
0: <laughs> Wolf London and the Idiot Boys <laughs> on the other side.
1: Um, and I haven't seen it, but he was in The Nightingale, which is, looks really oh, yeah. interesting. Is apparently quite brutal but harrowing film, um, written and directed by Jennifer Kent, who obviously made The Babadook, which is amazing. So yes, so
0: you, I've I've heard. Very good things about the Nightingale. Again, I've not seen it and I want to, but at the same time I I'm very scared to watch it in case yeah. it bums me out too much. For sure. Um But yeah, so he's he's great. We we love you. What are you doing in this? Go and go and be in something good. And and hopefully he will, you know. Um and and I think maybe one of the good things about the the streaming sort of boom is that people are allowed more missteps in their careers because there's not as much pressure riding on um on failure because hey if you've got fucking seven movies coming to streaming services this year you're allowed a couple of duds in there. Yeah and it's not going to impact too badly. Um so so yeah so hopefully you know he's in a movie that's got Michelle Monaghan in who's who's someone right. I like a lot. Um, coming out, uh hopefully soon. So yeah, come on, come on. We, you can do it. I believe in you. Everybody in this movie, I believe in you to to get out of love, wedding, repeat, break <laughs> the cycle. You can of do love it. Love, wedding, repeat. Can I just also say how bad a name "love, wedding,
1: repeat"? Yes, yeah, absolutely rubbish. Plan <laughs> so the table obviously means table plan. Why don't I just call it table plan. I think that's that's yeah. not too bad.
0: That would have been quite good. And then it ties back into the events of the movie. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, Well, that's a bit like that terrible film, Table 19. Remember that?
0: I do remember
1: that. That was rubbish.
0: That has a similar feel to this in terms of it being a mediocre ensemble cast that doesn't use the quality of the people in it.
1: Uh, Are there any wedding ensemble cast films that are good? So Four times and think, a Funeral's okay. It's all right, but yeah, right. I'm trying to think back to when, it, when we saw it. I think it irritated me a lot, but maybe not for the same reasons as the others. But I can't think of one.
0: Because there's, there's some good movies about weddings.
1: Yeah. Um, What's the one with Jennifer, Lo- Jennifer Lopez? Um I'm a wedding um, planner but I love the guy. Jiggly.
0: Isn't it just called the wedding planner? The
1: wedding planner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> would you say would you say my big fat Greek wedding is an ensemble movie?
1: Mm, kind of. It's halfway yeah, there. Yeah, it's sort of, isn't yeah. it? But it do, it's but the the secret there is that the ensemble cast don't each have all of their backstories that you're supposed to care about. They're just there to provide yes. the fun. Yeah.
0: Um because then you've got. Um...
1: We've never done My Big Fat Creek Wedding, have we?
0: No, we haven't, have we? Oh, there's Mamma so Mia's much about we need a wedding.
1: To get that Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2. Uh, Mamma Mia 2 is not about a wedding, is it? It's about Meryl Streep crying over a, a baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Ma- Mamma Mia. Okay, Mamma Mia is the one good ensemble cast wedding movie. <laughs>
0: Because cause I'm thinking of other good wedding movies. We've got Muriel's Wedding as well. Have you seen Muriel's
1: Wedding? Yes, but not for a long time. I Cause can't that's remember a, the, the content of it much.
0: Because that's a that's a good um, that's a good wedding movie. But I can't remember if it can really count as a ensemble piece.
1: Yeah, I mean that that itself is kind of a nebulous concept, isn't it? But I'm just like, there's definitely there's it's a type of film, isn't it? It's not a genre, but it's a type.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, mm, I think you've got to be careful with them that you, you can do good ensemble pieces.
1: Yeah. The crazy yeah. rich Asians is a little bit like that. Did we talk about that?
0: No, no, I've not seen that.
1: That's good. I enjoyed it.
0: Um, yeah, I want to watch it.
1: The wedding I singer. I
0: haven't. The wedding singer, obviously.
1: <laughs> Love stinks. <laughs>
0: Um but yeah yeah and I think I think this film suffers from the issue that a lot of ensemble pieces have which is it's hard to hard to craft a story where the central focus is so dispersed um and it's hard to maintain a comedy in the same way um where you know what if you're going to be doing something incredibly stupid or like silly you can get away with it and just have kind of skits between the different characters but if you're going to be trying to use it to weave a story at the same time, it's very hard to get that connection. And I think, I think maybe the biggest problem with this movie is that a lot of that humor falls flat. Like, um, like how many times can you hear the guy from people just do nothing? Say that he's got a big cock.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that what that guy's from? I haven't seen that show, but I've been meaning to watch that. That looks funny. It's it's
0: pretty cool. Actually, people just do nothing. It's a pretty cool show. Um, But again, he's, he's kind of wasted in this. Um, because his whole character thing is I'm a bit of a dick and I like, I, I have insecurity about my penis. Um, yep. Please, listeners, don't Shocking. sample that and use it outside of the context of
1: this. <laughs> and um, next week's intro is going to be... It's going to be... You remember when I did that remix of um, Dean Wormer saying shit through a goose? It's going to be like yeah, that, but just for gonna you be saying insecurity... <laughs>
0: insecurity is... <laughs> about my penis and then the bass <laughs> drop comes in um yeah uh but but yeah it's it's another issue really isn't it is um it, like the, none of the characters from a from a comedy perspective really do much like joel try jo- joel joel try, joel try is frying his hardest joel fry, <laughs> fry is trying his hardest here um but again really a lot is. of that comedy and en- ends up just being uh oh i've been roofied isn't this funny no it's not funny no it's really um, not. Yeah. And then you Uh, have
1: to watch that happen again to different characters every time. You're like, come on. Although I did think it was quite funny when um, he goes to to the bathroom with Sam Claflin and he's like, you have to stick your fingers down my throat. And it's like how that girl kind of like really tiptoeing around having to do it. And it's like really disgusting. And then um, she walks in on them that that was quite a funny scene. I enjoyed that that for how disgusting it was.
0: But that was stolen from 21 Jump Street where they did exactly the same thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: which really annoyed me because I'm like guys this is so obvious like Twenty One Jump Street did exactly this including someone accidentally walking in on them and thinking that they're doing some kind of sex act yeah uh, it was just shot for shot almost exactly the same apart from at a wedding instead of in a in a high school
1: at a wedding um, in Italy
0: yes um, because it definitely needed to be in Italy
1: if you, if you couldn't tell from all the music going on all the time but actually I think it looked nice It did look nice. And they did use um, Italian actors and Italian crew and stuff. So that side of it, I think the production side of it was actually quite nice. I'll give it that.
0: Yeah, but it didn't really add anything by being in Italy, did it?
1: No, of course not. Could have been anywhere. Could have been in Scunthorpe. (laughs) That would have gone down really, really well. The famously picturesque town of Scunthorpe.
0: (laughs) Why wasn't it Love Wedding Repeat in Scunthorpe? That's what I want to know. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 um it's just I no, no, no. I'll
1: tell you what. The the funniest bit was there. Genuinely, was one bit one bit that made me laugh out loud. I think it's the first scene when we're introduced to Frida Pinto, who is like, again, what what she the hell is she doing in this? Her and the man from people just do nothing. Um, who looks like sort of every dickhead from our university, doesn't he? In this film, <laughs> <laughs> every <laughs> he, dickhead from our university going to a ball.
0: He's Yeah, he's really channeling if evil Dominic Cooper went to a university ball. <laughs> that's that's what that's the vibe we're getting from him. He's got
1: extreme university ball energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Extreme mid to late 2000s university ball energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: He's, um, got a, he's printed a lot of his own drink tokens and he's about to get fucked up.
0: He's going to go drink that watered down whiskey and he's going to love it. Um yep.
1: Um, um, no, the, yeah. the the moment that made me laugh out loud is that he's just rocked up there with Frida Pinto. And of course, he's talking about his cock, because that's the only thing. But he's talking about the suit that he's wearing. And she's like, I can't believe you're wearing that, whatever, whatever. And then they get out of the car. And it's like, there's a moment of silence. And she turns around to me, and she says, look like a fucking magician. And that made me laugh <laughs> out loud, because it yeah. was perfectly timed.
0: And and I do think actually that Frida Pinto's character in this is, is one of the few good moments in it because her character, you know, like the ex-girlfriend could easily be like an evil character in this kind of film. But actually she's just there and obviously is just a bit like, oh, why the fuck are they sat me next to you? But never does anything nefarious throughout the movie. No, she's um, fine.
1: She's appropriately she's fine. annoyed by her stupid boyfriend.
0: <laughs> yes, when she tells him to go and stand over there and then yeah a
1: like, bit, bit further back and then she um, nuts sam claflin in the nose
0: <laughs> yes fairly deserved <laughs> am my dad um but yes so so yeah it's it's just it's such a i, I want to say it's a missed opportunity but i'm not sure i'm not sure about that how how much potential this movie had i think it's conceptually on, it's good yeah yeah um I'm just I'm just a bit concerned because the 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 original film doesn't exactly get a high rating. So it, it yeah. doesn't sound as though the original was particularly
1: brilliant anyway. No, so maybe the original suffered as well, but I think ultimately the idea of sort of different things happening if you were sat at a different place at a wedding and exploring that through film, that's a good idea. It's just so hard to get that right, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'd watch Richard Linklater taking seven years to film 500 movies all based at the same wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then they all Um, intertwine beautifully at the end while Death Cab for Cutie plays or whatever.
0: Yeah, and everyone just fucking dies of boredom halfway through. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... Wedding Hood wedding exactly (laughs) um so so yeah i i feel like there's something that's holding it back and and i'm not sure how much potential it has the the general concept is fine maybe it should have been like 20 minutes to half an hour on on the different ways that it
1: could have played out yeah
0: and, and done kind of a groundhog day type thing that might have been quite good fun
1: that actually wouldn't have been a bad template for it, actually, would it? Where yeah, actually you yeah. you see the same thing over and over, but there's some comedy in it?
0: Yeah, like, th- this could have been rather, rather than a... If sta- you
1: replaced all the dick jokes with that, it might have been vaguely yeah. funny.
0: So, so it, it could almost work quite well, rather than being a standalone movie as a series, and each episode is a different throw of the dice for where the, the roofie ends up being. Yeah. And and that, that I think, could... Could have worked if they'd given it a little bit more time to breathe and to explore each of the characters. That I think could have been a much more interesting concept. So, Netflix, hey guys, how's about it? We we'll yep. do a series called Love, Wedding, Repeat, Repeat. <laughs> and doesn't, and doesn't episode first is a different album. One. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, um, love, Wedding, Be Kind, Rewind. Yeah, yeah. We can get Jack Black on board. <laughs>
0: um yeah love wedding rewind there we go we've got it sorted
1: that's better than Um, love wedding repeat isn't it
0: it is it is better than love wedding repeat so so yeah so i think that that there is some potential here i I really think as though it was very clumsily done though and so i'm not sure how much in its current form it could necessarily work but i think maybe with a bit of a bit of rework it might have become something more than it is which this is a bit of a dull film bit of a shit film it's not the kind of thing that i'm going to be remembering in two days time
1: no it's it's just the jokes man. the jokes don't land the jokes are no, shit no. um like
0: um uh like ashling bay is is is, is a bay is is, is <laughs> she's funny you know she she's, a, yeah, she's generally a, she's i a, like a, her she's a funny comedian and like she's Fucking trying in this movie to make something out of it. And at least there's
1: some energy there from her. Yeah, but it's She's still one of the more enjoyable performances. Yeah,
0: but it but it's still flat. You know, it's still a bit of a flat film, regardless <laughs> of how much effort people are putting into it. Um, and so, yeah, a, a bit of a pass for me on this one. I don't think, I think hard I'm pass. Be... Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be returning to repeat this film anytime soon. Oh. Ooh.
1: What about the, the coked-up guy?
0: So, yeah, I like a bit of Warleggan.
1: He's a good old... Oh, he's the one from Poldark.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's like the villainous character in Poldark who's like, fucking Poldark, bringing things like democracy to my Cornwall. Why can't he just look down his nose at people like I do? What a shit. Um, and so, yeah, he's kind of the wrong-un. He's like the proper posh lord type.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: and so, yeah, I like him. And obviously, you know, he's in The Riot Club as well. I haven't seen Um, that. It's about rich people. Yeah. You you know The Riot Club. Yeah, yeah. um, the the boys. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um,
1: But he also, um, in this film, I think, had extreme university ball energy, didn't he? He did. There's always one coked up guy stumbling around.
0: Yeah, there's always one guy who turns up incredibly high and then makes a tit out of himself. Yeah.
1: Um, in fact, this whole movie had that kind of energy, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. It really has. It, it has but not in a good way. It has the literature club summer ball energy. <laughs> I think, <laughs> um, and I spent a lot of time at those. I think I went to that yep. three years in a row. Maybe played at it a couple of times.
1: Yeah, with the yep. band.
0: Were you, were you there one year when I played? I was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was
0: a good. It was a good. It was a good time. It was fun. But there was definitely someone there who was extremely off their tits <laughs> on some kind of drug and definitely a few people there dressed like um like dick man the, the worst dick man. <laughs> dick man um yeah so uh, so yeah um yeah it definitely has that kind of university summer ball vibe um
1: except none of our balls had a man falling to his death off a bridge
0: well, oh, you clearly didn't go to the same ones that I did. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there are a lot of
1: people in this movie that I'd like to run up in a carpet and throw off a bridge.
0: Definitely, I think most of most of this movie's cast would be dead by carpet bridging,
1: as it's better known. <sighs> Sorry, yeah, I didn't use the technical term. You know, you've got
0: to, you've got to have done at least ten carpet bridgings before you get in with the lingo.
1: Yeah. It's just um, every joke goes to a crude or stupid place. Like it, Tim Key wearing a kilt, even though he's not Scottish, that's well observed. That's funny. But that just becomes a joke about him touching his balls all the time. And it's just like, come on.
0: Oh, it's chafing. No, it's not. How is it chafing? You're wearing a kilt. Yeah. It's like the, the antithesis of chafing possibility. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't want to get into technical terms here, but... Kilt. How are you gonna, yeah, how are you gonna chafe when you're wearing a kilt? You bull bags. <laughs> um you written by this. people who have never worn a kilt. That's that's what this movie is. Yeah. Poor kilt research, naught out of twenty. Very
1: bad. And the thing is that the ultimately the main through line of the story is the love story between Sam Claflin and Olivia Munn fine again if you want to do that as the through line through the story that's fine but you have to make it that story that story and make all of the other stuff happening around it in a way that's funny and where the jokes land and where you don't just kind of jump from scene to scene to scene of all oh we need to have a scene of the guy talking about his penis now because we haven't seen him for 10 minutes it's like actually just let the story be the story but it also committed that that really annoying thing that a lot of romantic comedies do that makes the whole thing just feel like really flat and flaccid which is where like at the end, the the sort of um, the manufactured thing to to drive them apart so that they can have a tearful reunion running through an airport or whatever it is, um, is never actually dealt with. And it's like fine that like that's just brushed aside because the guy showed up, you know, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you so mean. So
1: in this one, like he because he'd taken the roofie, he'd fallen asleep while she was talking emotionally about her mum dying of cancer. Ha ha. And then like she obviously she was like, oh, you're an asshole or whatever. And then she left and then he, he goes after her. And then the last scene is like, he's like, hey, I'm here. And she's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You're not an asshole anymore because you just showed up. Well done, men. Well done for showing up. And I just think actually deal with it from a like story point of view. All he would have had to say was I took the sleeping drug. I didn't mean it. And then she'd have been like, OK, fine. Let's kiss now. But it's never yeah. dealt with, is it? Because it's always seemed like it's enough for a man just to show up.
0: Yeah, he he does the minimum expected of him, and that's enough.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, get in the bin. Get in the bin with that nonsense. That's what I'm saying. And he ran. That's how you know it's really romantic because he ran.
0: Yeah, nothing says romance like getting all sweaty running after someone.
1: Yep. Because <laughs> he's he run ran. after him.
0: Run after him in dress shoes, which means it is now his feet are all blistered. So yep. when they're, they're when they When they're making out later, she'll be all like, why are your feet so fucked up? And he's like, I ran after you. romance, yeah?
1: Yeah. Uh, And then she's like, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. I'll wash your socks in the morning.
0: Marry me now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so this movie's rubbish, man.
1: (laughs) Well rubbish. (laughs) Yeah. Not worth watching, really, is it?
0: No, I got nothing out of it. It's just sad just let down and sad
1: and again the idea of the coked up guy turning up to try and ruin the wedding the idea of things ruining the wedding does provide some level of good tension but it's all just done in such a haphazard way and it's sort of inserted into scenes between the guy talking about his penis that you're just like well it doesn't really work Whereas, again, that's not a bad idea. If you you could make a film where the whole tension is, is this guy going to ruin the wedding and how are they going to deal with that? Oh, no, instead, it's there to actually make it reveal that Demelza Poldark slept with him and then that she's marrying someone else. Like, you're supposed to support that wedding.
0: Yeah, and this this pulls the same trick as a movie that I'm sure we're going to talk about at some point on this podcast called The Last Kiss. Star
1: Wars. where,
0: (laughs) Where Star Wars, yeah. Um... Um, where where it's it's clearly trying to get you by the end of the film to support someone cheating on somebody else because of the power of their relationship and and your attachment to that character, and again, that like, much like the up. last kiss, it's, Zach it's got fucking, Zach, Zachary Braffery in
1: it. Oh no, um, I don't want to see Rachel Bilson doing something bad. <laughs> too late. No, um, <laughs> I love her from the OC. She will always be pure from the OC it's not it's not allowed original content yeah, that's what that stands for oh, um, <laughs> the original content the
0: original content
1: <laughs> up until that point there had been never been any original stories
0: yeah exactly. And then they came along with that. And then after that, other original content was created. So they had to change it to stand for the orange Christmas, which (laughs) is also what it's about. And then the final series of the OC was going to be about this dystopia where Christmas went orange instead of green and red. Um, and people were really confused and they were like, why is this happening? But it ended before that point. Um,
1: yeah, that that, was a real thing that happened.
0: that's, That's a real thing that happened. Definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just seeing what else what else Rachel Bilson has done because I want to ruin your illusion of her quality by picking out something else that's rubbish that she's been in. Um, I don't
1: know if I've seen her in anything apart from the OC, but I didn't really watch I still the OC. Love her and stand her because
0: I'm not a centrist
1: dad. <laughs> like every centrist, oh god, it's like everyone who watched the OC when we were at school, like our age, is now a dad. <laughs> it's that old. We actually rewatched some of it recently, and it still so, holds up.
0: They don't make teen shows like they used to. (laughs) Nowadays, it's all... That skin's rubbish. skin's... (laughs) Bring back Misha Barton. I don't want to see English
1: kids smoking drugs on the television.
0: The in-betweeners, I don't care about this. These people are too awkward. Show me beautiful people in America.
1: There were no poo jokes in the OC.
0: (laughs) So she was in Nashville, which I've heard is good.
1: Oh, I did I did watch... Yes, yes, um, I did see her in that. That was, in a, a, that was actually a really good show. It really tailed off toward of the that. end, but... Yeah, good show. She was... Um, oh, wait, she was in an episode of Drunk History, which I've seen bits and pieces of, about baseball. She's perfect. All right, it's Dad. Baseball content.
0: <laughs> or oh, if I don't make history shows like they used to, bring back baseball content... <laughs> the bc the what? that's what bc stands oh. for it stands for baseball content yeah.
1: vancouver bc you all know that old testament content.
0: old testament bible is all about baseball <laughs> and then yeah
1: that's why i'm so religious that's why i go to church every <laughs> exactly. sunday exactly
0: <laughs> and ad is for after dominoes when more sedentary sports became more popular yeah everyone um, got fat Everyone got lazy. Because baseball players,
1: <laughs> famously very athletic. It's definitely <laughs> exactly. not a sport that's ever well, been played by fat people.
0: <laughs> I'm surely I imagine <laughs> that baseball players are more athletic than professional domino players.
1: Yes, that's true. But some of them are famously <laughs> fat. Did you know about Babe Ruth's diet? He's literally it's, gassed on. He, he not it just a like,
0: fuckload of burgers and stuff?
1: He used to eat like 18 eggs a day. I think, and he used to like line up hot dogs on, on like a tray and then just eat them all in sequence before a game.
0: I mean, he looks like a man who liked a hot dog.
1: Yeah. A hot dog baby. He's got
0: that look. I don't mean that as fat. I mean, you just look at that face and it's like, that is a glint in his eye that loves a good hot dog.
1: Yeah. You can tell. Some people just have the hot dog eye, don't they?
0: Bourbon whiskey and
1: ginger ale. Oh, that sounds nice.
0: Once ate 12 hot dogs and drank eight bottles of soda in between a double header. Yep. Good man. Good man. Give me some of them hot dogs. Um, oh yeah, there 18 no egg omelettes. That was it. Yeah. There are no hot dogs in Love, Wedding, Repeat
1: either, which I think is no. a missed opportunity. food looks shit as well. Yeah. Again, how could you have that in Italy?
0: And and the other thing that confused me is that they did their first dance after the first course. Yep. Did you notice that? I that did it's, notice it's, that. It's like Again, the that people a, who...
1: One of the examples of just the film just doing whatever the hell it wanted for the plot, re- regardless of whether it was actually any good or not.
0: Yeah, like these people have no kilt knowledge. They have no
1: wedding knowledge. I don't think any of these people have ever been to a wedding.
0: Perhaps this movie falls into that category of films that was actually written by aliens.
1: Yeah. All That's French films were written by aliens. Mais oui. You remember that film, I Lost My Body? Definitely Aliens.
0: Definitely remember Amelie, pure alien nonsense. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Wicker Park.
1: Oh, God. Origins of
0: Wicker Park, actually about aliens. And
1: that was another film. I was thinking of that, actually, where it has a lot of the similar kind of logical problems, but also was clearly adapted from something where it tried to be faithful to the adaptation, but that that ended up just being its downfall.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean, its
1: main downfall was the fact that Coldplay played while his girlfriend was standing behind him crying for five minutes before he turned around. But you know, <laughs>
0: it's a bit obvious. That's
1: such animation. a shit scene. <laughs> such a weird film.
0: Yeah, gotta love it. But yes, yeah, maybe it's a French thing. Maybe the French are just, they, they have a different way of thinking.
1: I think they do. Les Français. But um, it gives work to Matthew Lillard, who we stand. Exactly. And,
0: and Love Wedding Repeat could have done with a bit of Matthew Lillard. Oh,
1: he'd have been so good. He could have played every role in this film. Yeah, he could
0: have been everybody. He could have been all the A One man
1: show. Matthew Lillard's Poldauk.
0: Love Lillard <laughs> Repeat. That's what we want. Um, right, so have you got anything to share about this movie? Any, uh, any, any uh, Anything else to say?
1: I think we've covered it, haven't we? It's, it's not worth watching. There's better stuff out there, isn't there? Find something better to watch. Don't watch it. Which is a shame. I don't usually like to say that, but it's yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: it, it will probably I, annoy I, you if you watch I, it.
0: Yeah, it is a bit frustrating. What I'd say is go for something completely different and go watch the new Alex Garland series, which is available Ooh. on BBC
1: iPlayer. What's that called?
0: It's called Devs. It's about people working in a tech company.
1: Ah, I saw it. I strange saw that. I that things
0: good. happen. It's cool. It's cool. I've watched about four episodes of it, and it's very good. And
1: I'm and excited to watch the rest. strange things happen. Are you going round the twist?
0: We also have New Killing Eve to watch, which is good. I if have not seen it. If you have that. watched Killing Eve, start watching it. If you haven't watched it, definitely start watching it. Um, Heard nothing but good things. It is, yeah, it's very good. It's very good. There's, and all of these things are better than Love Wedding Repeat.
1: Um, oh, Nick so, Offerman's in devs? sold
0: he is he is um so and um i know you're a fan of Alison pill as well mm-hmm. and she's oh, in it
1: perfect is Th- um, rachel bilson in it that's what i want to know
0: <laughs> rachel bilson is not in it
1: bullshit um not gonna watch it.
0: lord out of 20 no 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 rachel bilson no discussions about how tony blair's the best <laughs> no no razor light
1: no vindaloo lord out
0: of 20 no vindaloo um, so uh, so yeah um, I would give you some trivia but this film is boring and I'm done with it and they don't know how a wedding works um, so shall we go on to just <laughs> the trivia,
1: do, do they know how a wedding works, the answer is no
0: do they know how weddings work today no they do not do do, 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 do. Um, yeah So, get out of here, love wedding repeat. Just just start ranking it. How many drops of roofy stuff will you drop into (laughs) someone's drink because you're a fucking creep?
1: Yeah, again, that's definitely illegal. Um, Get the fuck out. I'd do, I'd give it five out of 20.
0: Yeah, five for me as well.
1: Half of a halfway there. Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi yeah the double on. Joby.
0: it's 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 well rubbish mate so i'm done with this
1: yeah. get out happy yeah. to never talk about it again yeah
0: so we've got something else next it's exciting
1: it's special it's
0: phenomenal it's beautiful it is the hunger game special we will yes. be watching all of the hunger games we will be partaking in the Hunger Games. I'll be running around just punching children in the face in the park. Going, <laughs> it's Hunger Games, motherfucker. Watch you'll,
1: out. You'll have big, giant, scary wolf dogs running after you. Yeah,
0: with human faces in the books, with not human faces in the films. Donald kids, Sutherland's going to come around
1: your house and be old and talk slowly.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm excited. We will be watching all of them. We will be doing a Hunger Games special. We'll be discussing all the movies in one episode. Yeah. It's gonna be Catching Fire.
1: That's the Woo, name of one of them, boop, right? Yeah, and I will not be mocking you. Uh part one. Unless your name is Jay. <laughs> ha Oh god. Yeah, we're gonna okay, do it like we did for them for Twilight. Yeah, it's one episode about quick, the whole whole series. Quick,
0: quick fire chat through each of the movies. It's going to be well good, and then yeah. overall, overall discussion of what we think of the Hunger Games. I'm very excited.
1: Me too. It's going to be good.
0: Indeedy, indeedy.
1: All right. Well. All that leaves us to say is thank you very much for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, you can get us on Twitter at Big Boys Don't Pod on the emails bigboysdon'tcrypodcast at gmail dot com. Love to hear from you. What have you been watching in lockdown that will never end?
0: Yeah, if you were going to get married, who would you drug?
1: <laughs> yeah, who do you want to sit next to at a wedding? Who's going to ruin it for everyone?
0: Would you discuss your penis at length at a wedding?
1: Yep. Yeah. If so, don't listen to our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, get out.
1: It's not for you. We're done. We're done with you. Yep. <laughs> so goodbye. Oh. goodbye. So we, we push the listeners off a bridge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> get off. Get off the bridge.
1: Yep. And then the like screen freezes, and one of us has to do a voiceover of some cosmic bullshit.
0: But that's only one way that this could have happened. What if Paddy and Rob didn't push them off the bridge this way <laughs> and instead drugged
1: somebody else? Or oh, what if we hadn't watched <laughs> this terrible film? What if we talked about Beethoven instead?
0: <laughs> oh, dear.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.